Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Rick, we lost out again tonight. Concerning singing somewhere. Yeah, Justin, I said, uh, are you available today? <laughs> said, shoot, no, I told you last week I would be. But I didn't realize I was going to be in Nashville. I'm playing at the Grand Ole Opry here shortly. Really? Tonight? Wow. Man, that's impressive. I love it. Yep, it's a big deal. Yeah, we're going to lose him. Let's lose him to the Grand Ole Opry. Not to Morning Mayhem, but to um, the Grand Ole Opry. So, okay. We hope. I can't argue with that. No, we hope we'll have him next week. Yep. But here is an equal treat. This, I don't think he's scheduled to be performing at the Grand Ole Opry, unless he's squeezing us in tonight, and that is my man, Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon, my friend. Hey, guys. Hope you're having a great day. And No, I'm not going to get the Grand Ole Opry anytime soon, I don't believe. <laughs> uh, I won't maybe, either. I, w- I won't be there either. Find a way to get me in there next month. The guys, wrap up this uh, baseball season, and I just don't understand, but for some people, uh, I don't get what what they be saying about Van Horn. They act like this program was UFC of the 70s when he took it over. Uh, I mean, sure enough, when he took over that team, before the year he took over, they went to the Super Regional and was one game away from going to the College World Series. But it was some down years in there. And uh, a couple years before that. And, and I, I just think that he just did a terrific job. And I think about these times we done had the Regional Series since they went to this format in 99. You know, Matt Sintick, you know, that, that I don't do like the Boston fans to give him a bad middle name. But I'm not that guy. He brings that bad memory in that tenth inning. Uh, I think back to 2006, the forwards won that regional, and we were we weren't even a one seed back then. You didn't have to be a one seed to host. You know, they just went to look at who had the best facilities and who's gonna draw the most people. That's right. You know, yeah. State, Oklahoma State was the one. We've had an 11 inning game. Met was. Magnificent in that game. I want to say he had double digit K's. And, you know, he left after either the eighth or ninth inning. I know he didn't pitch in the extra innings. And, and boy, I think he ended up giving up the run, but I think it was an error. It was an error by James Ewing that uh, they ended up scoring. They ended up scoring a run, I think. You know, my little foggy, the older I get, but. You know, I think about that, and, you know, in 2007, and I thought that team in 2017 had a good look at it, like I did in 99. That, they definitely had Smith and Todd and Wilson. Yep, yep. And, and 
And all them guys got drafted pretty high. You know, Smith was a first rounder, the Padres in the in the mid twenties. You know, Ty was by, by my Cardinals, and I remember him perfectly because he was drafted by the Cardinals eighty two in the second round. And Russell was he was in the mid sixties. I forget who drafted him. But he was second round pick as well. And that that team got blasted. I think it was Ty that got blasted by Oklahoma State. Yeah. And that second start. And again Smith started game game three. And uh and they, they shut out Creighton and then they must have posted to Oklahoma State, but you know, this is not the first time you can tell that more people are paying attention to baseball. Now I guess that's the one good thing about all these complaints about Ben Horn that they paying attention and they're into it. You know, because if they wasn't into it there wouldn't be no comments. There was no there was no comments after oh six calling for his head. It was no comments after those seven, you know. So it's a good and bad thing. And when you build, that tell you how much you done built this program up to where I, I guess it's a good thing. You got people calling for your head because they're paying attention and they're unhappy yeah. we're not winning. Don't say I don't like it. They're unhappy that we're not winning, winning the national championship. And, like, that's the standard. That's a third. You know, that, that's not in the a natural and I don't care how many other SEC SEC teams have won it. All I know is they give out one per season. And <laughs> you, you, if you can't, if the only way you can have a great season is by winning the national championship, that means everybody else is having the battle. And I just don't, I just don't believe in that. Oh well, yeah, one more name, Rick. Jeremy. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that. Ederman to hit that home run in the sixth inning. That guy from uh, Missouri State, because that was the game after the game that we played until like three o'clock in the morning. And I'll never forget it. Cause yeah, I just, I just, I just went to work. You know, it was time to go to work. Yeah. And surprisingly, that day I didn't get sleepy because I was excited about the next day. Well, later that same day, to play in that uh, that final, the, 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 the deciding game to see who's going to move on to the business, mm-hmm. but. You know, this program has been good for a long, long time. And like I said, we have, we have a few hiccups at the end of, of Norm, but he got it right before he passed it over. Because like I said, we, we won that, I think it was at Oklahoma. You can raise me anytime I'm wrong. Richard P., I heard that's what they call you on the morning show. <laughs> and when, you are, when are you on the morning show? Uh, Tuesdays from 7 to 7. Yeah, Tuesdays from 7 to 7.30. Is that a year-round thing or just during ball yeah, season? Yeah, I, I think so. David said it's a pretty regular thing, so we're still going. Well, all right, I'll be sure to check that out. But, yeah, it's time. So I was, I I was on uh, yesterday, let's see, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah that was from, yesterday. Uh, from Arlington, I'd just seen the Cardinals play the um, Rangers the night before. And I can tell you, Sterling, I know you're a Cardinal fan. Their pitching is not very good. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty obvious. I mean, their their bullpen yeah. their bullpen has its highs and lows. Their starting pitching's not deep enough. <clears throat> but boy, I mean, they nobody would have dreamed they'd be what they are right now. I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the summer. I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I, I've been asking Cubs fans, how do they do this? Year in and year out, but I can't. I can't get an answer from them. I mean, well, you know, here's the thing. Well, because because it's almost a um, a ritual, you know, that hey, the team's going to be okay, but not great or or terrible. But here's the thing. Okay, the Cardinals are 12 games under 500. They're eight games out of first place. If they were 12 games out of uh, under 500 and in the American League East, where Tampa Bay is, they'd be 20 games out of first place. So, you know, they've at least got a chance there, uh, but 12 games under 500. Here's my other theory on this, and I could be wrong, but it's my theory. The Cardinals had more players in the World Baseball Classic than any other team. They had 11. 11. And so that's a nice rah-rah. Wasn't that wonderful? USA got the runner-up. And they had, they had guys playing for the other teams, too. No bar played for Japan. They won. But they were away from spring training for two and a half weeks. And I got to think that destroyed their continuity, and they got off to a horrible start this year. And I, I, I personally think that was a big part of it. 
And they got off to a horrible show. I, I, I agree, Rick. I, I, I totally agree with you right there on that. Yeah, I think, I think as, as big a hit as the World Classic was this year, showing the emotion and everything in baseball, I think major league teams are going to be reluctant to send players to that. And yet you can turn around and say, my other, my, the Orioles, the Orioles didn't send anybody. And they're off to the best start they've had in years. But they didn't have a single player taken out of spring training to go to the World Baseball Classic. I, I think it makes a, I think it makes a big difference. Yeah, and I, and as much as I love cheering for the United States in that thing, because I'm, I love watching the World Baseball Classic. I love it. I, I even love the pitching rules that you have them on the pitch count. And you don't control so many pitches because it, it's so much like the amateur ranks. You know, when you're growing up, you know, you only mm-hmm. pitch so many innings. And that's why I love it so much. But but if he's gonna if he's gonna make my partner do this, I mean I can't be can't be a partner. <laughs> that's right. Oh, and I got a, a one more a few more one more thing. I was gonna talk about that Dodgers. I finally saw that uncivil war that ESPN had about the Dodgers and the Yankees and uh there's a few things I didn't know about about that during that time period. I, I had no idea that they that when they fired uh, Billy Martin that the old timers game they said he's gonna be back until the eighty <laughs> I mean I didn't know I didn't know that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. that was that's just amazing to me that over the weekend Roger Craig. Yeah. And not the football player. Yeah, he passed away and and that guy, you know, you bring up on him, he had an amazing, amazing baseball life. He pitched for the Dodgers, uh, for the Giants, and, and uh, you know he coached some Giant teams in the '80s. He pitched for the he pitched for the Cardinals in the '64. He, he had one. He pitched one really good outing in relief in the '64 World Series, the game where Ken Boyer's grand slam won the game four to three. They were down three to nothing when he came in, and he shut them out the rest of the way. Yeah, and he's just a you know very a much better player than. Than what you think of, and and that's and that's the thing that I didn't realize this until I got old. You know, when it, when I was a, you know, when I was growing up, these guys that's coaching now were players, like it was when I was. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, these guys like Joe Torres, for instance. I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't know he was a MVP. He was just a manager, you know, with the Braves, and mm-hmm. then later with the Yankees. It wasn't until I was until many years until I was an adult almost. I realized how good a baseball player he was. Hit 361. Hit 361 for the 1971 Cardinals. I'm choking, choking him, him up. Choking him up. See what you're doing to him, Sterling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, that's amazing. That's amazing. How about, how about this for Roger Craig, if I can get it out here? <laughs> he pitched for the Dodgers the last game at for the Mets, he pitched the first game as a franchise of their first home game. How about that? The amazing Mets. Yeah, I knew that, Rick, and I forgot to tell you. I hate that I didn't get it out before you. <laughs> you could have, you could have, you could have got it out first. <laughs> yeah, I had my chance. I, I lost it. I lost it in there. I lost it. Yeah, that's 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 why I need to start writing something. So, damn, my mind is not good as it used to be. Guys, uh, I love your show. Y'all guys have a great day. Thank, Thank you, you, Sterling. You know, Randy, it's, it's funny when I'll say things like I just did. <clears throat> it, it amuses David and Roger because they don't follow the game as close as I did, as close as you do, and uh, or did at one time. <clears throat> so you can throw out things like that about Roger Craig, and it's just because I read it, you know. Well, see, Sterling's not as impressed because he keeps up with stuff, too. So um, maybe Sterling ought to be on with him in the morning instead of me. <laughs> Let's talk with Clyde. Clyde, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hi, guys. Um, the upcoming regionals this weekend. Um, Wake Forest. I mean, they got a team. Red hot. And they're hot. Mine. Yeah, well, they, they outscore are. their opponents, what, 48 to 7? 45 to 7. 45 to 7. 45 to 7. Yeah, I didn't know. So I take it back, Rick. You're right. Forty-eight to seven. Forty-eight to seven. Here's, seven, here's the amazing games. thing: the yeah. Deacon Demons 
have not reached the College World Series since they won the title back in 1955. 55. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, I, wanted to, I, wanted to bring, I, run, I wanted to bring that up. and There was no other ACC school that won until um, Virginia. I think back in what 2015, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think Wake they got a they got they got a chance this year with the team they have. I mean, they got great pitching staff. Their starters are kind of remind me of you know Tennessee starters last year on last year's team. They're loaded up and down that lineup, and their pitching staff, their bullpen. They just seem to have it all this year. And it's interesting, you know, because Wake's kind of a smaller school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting that they're able to recruit as well as they've done. Well, <clears throat> primarily baseball, just like Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt's a private school, struggles in football, yeah. good at baseball every year. Yeah, and they've been yeah they've been pretty good at football, <laughs> and had a pretty good basketball program for two years. That um, I uh, before the before the uh, the regional started, I noticed there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams from North Carolina, the state of North Carolina, that were in the regionals. And is that uh, right? I'm not sure. I know. I'm not sure. I knew that seven. Yeah. North Carolina, North Carolina State, Charlotte, uh, UNC Wilmington, Duke, East Carolina, and Wake. And wow. and Duke, of course, Duke and Wake are the only two that have advanced. Duke's still there. That's right. And Duke's still, I don't know how they're there. <laughs> I thought they were a basketball school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, they're, uh, and, they're at Virginia. Yeah. They probably won't be there much longer. Um, and I noticed that... Um, Indiana State is having to go to uh, Fort Worth. Is that Arlington? Right? Yes. Indiana State. Fort Worth. Long time ago, Special Olympics is having its state tournament in Terre Haute. It wasn't a matter of the field; they had no hotels. The hotels, yeah. So they couldn't get hotels oh, okay. for TCU. So they just didn't. They didn't have the lodging for the for the players and for the team. Wow. I guess they don't have the same dorm Kentucky had. Because <laughs> that's what Kentucky did. They housed the other three teams in dorms on campus. I don't know if Indiana State was given that option or if they just didn't even think about it. Put them in the Wildcat Lodge. Yeah. And maybe Indiana State's dorms are all being used, too. I, I don't know how big a town Terre Haute is, but oh, you're, you're in all the Special Olympics from the entire state of Indiana. Well, that's great. That's fabulous. I mean, that, that kind of sucks for <laughs> the baseball team, but, you know, for Special Olympics, I think that's great. Uh-huh. That's, that's cool. All right, well, that's all I got for you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, okay. Claude. <clears throat> Thanks for calling. Thank you, Claude. You know, when you, I don't know if, uh, Randy, I don't know if our listeners, they may not care because Arkansas is out, but I know, I, I didn't know who the 16 teams were, all of them, until I saw this today. So, we'll go through this real quick. Duke's at Virginia. Virginia's mm-hmm. a 7 seed. Indiana State's a 14 seed. They're at TCU. They were not in the top um, 32. South Carolina's 15th. They're at Florida, too. So, an SEC team will emerge from there to go to Omaha. Oral Roberts was a 4 seed. They're going to Oregon. Neither of them were in the top 32. So, Oral Roberts goes to Oregon. <laughs> Then it is uh, Alabama 16. They go to Wake Forest 1. Alabama, what a year. Fire the coach, and all of a sudden, wow. here they are in what the, a turnaround. the Super Regionals. Yeah. Okay, another SEC, all-SEC regional. Kentucky's 12. They're at LSU 5, so an SEC team will come out of that. Another one where neither team was in the top 32. And I don't know how this worked out, that Tennessee is going to Southern Miss, but that's how it's working out. So Tennessee plays at Southern Miss. And Texas was not one of the top 32. They're going to number eight, Stanford. So those are the super regionals. So Southern Miss must have been, well, nope. I would think Tennessee would have been a two seed. Yeah, uh, Tennessee was a two seed at Clemson and won. Southern Miss could have had to, had to be a two seed. 
as yeah, well. They, they must have they were in the top sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I have a no coin idea toss. how that worked out. Um, here's another interesting note: seven of the sixteen schools that are still alive have won at least one men's college World Series title. LSU and Texas have won six, tied for second most all-time behind USC's 12. Three teams, South Carolina in 2011, Virginia 2015, Florida 2017, have won a title at Charles Schwab Field in Omaha. There you go. <clears throat> so, yeah, some schools with great tradition in there. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody that's really supposed to be good that you didn't mention? No, I guess not. Did you say, has Stanford, has Stanford ever won? Did you Stanford say Stanford won? won a title <clears throat> in 1988. They won, their last title was 1988. They've won two. Wow. South Carolina's won two. 2011 wow. was their last. Ooh. Texas won six. Their last was in 2005. LSU won six titles. 2009 was their last. Florida's only title was 2017. Virginia's only title was 2015. And Wake Forest, its only title was 1955. Wow, amazing. Okay, well, we've got a quick minute here, and I don't know if we have any guests at 6.30. I need to ask you this real quick. Mike Loggins asked me to ask him, you because he's been coaching travel baseball. He's talking about when his son played and how many games they played. One year they played 96 games. Nine, 96 six games. games. With the travel, travel ball teams you were involved with, and you can answer this when you come back if you want, what's the most games that they played? What are the most number of tournaments that you played in? And you know what the average, what what the costs were per tournament? Now they run anywhere from 300 to 450. So if you can remember those three questions, you can answer Mike Loggins' question when you come back. I'll do my best. Okay, thanks. All right, drive time sports will continue in a moment. Join the zone each Monday for game balls and jock straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their game balls and jock straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for game balls and jock straps only on 1037 The Buzz. It's strawberry season at Slim Chickens, featuring two farm-fresh favorites. Try the grilled chicken strawberry salad, backed by popular demand. Or the new grilled chicken strawberry wrap. We start with fresh greens, add feta cheese crumbles, and delicious candy pecans. 100% all-natural grilled chicken tenders and sliced red ripe strawberries. But hurry, they're only around during peak strawberry season at Slim Chickens. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone. It's a smart thing to do, but do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. I've been with them for six years in two different states. Low T Center, they exclusively specialize in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and they check every everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, your thyroid, liver, kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinvent men's health care. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. 
more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Get cash for home improvements. You ask how? It's the home equity line of credit from First Security Bank. You'll get a low rate, local service. You can use funds for home improvements, debt consolidation, vacation, college tuition, and more. Now, you're going to be surprised the value that has built up in your home over the last couple of years, which means there is dollars sitting right there in your home. Take advantage of those dollars and maybe live the life you wanted to live. Take a trip that you've always dreamed about, or maybe, again, Consolidating those debts to where it becomes quite manageable. Go check out the home equity line of credit from First Security Bank. It will give you the peace of mind you may be looking for. That's First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. All right, Rick, if I can remember the three questions that you asked me. Yeah. First, how many games in a season? What's, what's the most? I would say the most soccer? would have been 60. Wow, that's still a lot. 60. Okay. How many tournaments? Anywhere from 8 to 10. And as I mentioned, usually high school baseball is off, uh, is, is done by the latter part of May. So you would, generally speaking, get at least one, if not two, weekends in the month of May. I mean, yeah, in the month of May, then all of June, and then your nationals were, generally speaking, the first two weeks of uh, July. And most of those, obviously, you had to qualify in some way. So you weren't always assured of going to a, a national tournament, national championship. Uh, there, was a, there was a fee for all the tournaments. Did, did parents have to help pay for that? No. Generally speaking, we did a combination of fundraisers, and then you had a basic fee that you paid. Um, and I really can't remember exactly how much that was now, to be precise. You mean for, for your player to Each, play on the yeah, team? Yeah, for the player okay. to play on, on the team. Okay. And, um, and then we did, again, different fundraisers uh, to help. Uh, supplement that fund. Uh, your national tournaments could be over a thousand dollars easily, and there were other showcase events that, I guess, anywhere from seven fifty to a thousand, maybe. So a lot of your cost was tied up, obviously, in your entry fees. Yeah. Um, of course, you had to have bats, balls. Most kids provide their own bats, but uh, you had to have balls and that kind of stuff. Some tournaments did provide the balls, and that could, again, go back to the overall cost. But um, 
I'm not sure what else I can add to it. No, I mean, that's that's, it. that's kind that's of. Uh, yeah, I mean, you had you. you had uniforms and everything else that comes with yeah. a normal team, right? So, um, but that was all part of your your player cost. Uniforms were included, and and uh, the equipment that went along with it, and then the entry fees, and each parent was. Now here's where. But what about travel? That meant if you went with them, now you paid for all your travel expenses, yes, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So for parents, that was, <clears throat> and you're paying for your kids' meals, but you're paying for your meals and your travel. Yes, yes. Hmm. And um, here's what got to be irritating towards the end of uh, our tenure playing showcase or travel baseball was it's called stay to play and what they did the tournaments were coordinating with certain hotels that you had to stay in in order to play in the tournament and you had to have at least 10 families stay in those hotels Mm. so the tournaments were not only getting entry fees daily gate receipts but also, I'm sure they were getting a share. If they're making you stay in a certain hotel to play in that tournament, I would think there would have been a cooperative share going on between the hotel and the tournament. That's what got irritating towards the end. Yeah, It's enough to make you, uh, you know, you had to stay in the area. Let's say, for instance, we were playing in Atlanta. And when you say Atlanta... That could be from one side of Atlanta to the other side of Atlanta. Yes. And uh, it may take you, if you had an 8 o'clock game in the morning, you may have to drive an hour to get to the game. So, uh, I mean, you were going to stay in the area. But in some of the areas they made you stay in, you could be a long way off from a park because you couldn't play 120 teams in one complex it's just not i mean you had to play at local high schools and junior colleges and other in fact we played at kennesaw um several times kennesaw university yeah Yeah, right which is obviously kind of a suburb of atlanta yeah yeah right Hmm. let's talk with uh brian brian good afternoon Welcome to Drive Time Sports. How are you gentlemen doing today? Doing great. How about you, Brian? Well, I'm doing good, but I wish my my hogs were still in the tournament. But, you know, we'll wait till next year. Maybe we can get it next year. But uh, I, uh, I was just going to say, I, I found some, a friend of mine texted me last night and found four different books of the Razorback of, of annuals, 1946 to 1950. I've got wow. all four of from wow. 46, 47, 48, 49, and 50. I'm sitting here looking at one of them from 46, and it was author M. Harding was the president of the university at that time. And I'm like, wow, these books are in mint, I mean, not really mint condition, but they're in good condition. How about that? That's really nice. Um, I, and the lady <laughs> of all things, it was a lady in Spearsville, Louisiana had them. And wow. so she wanted to give them to somebody, and I said, "I'll take them." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so those are <clears throat> those are yearbook annuals, and I'm sure they have some athletics in there. So you probably see pictures of Clyde Scott, right? Well, I don't. I hadn't looked through them all yet. I just got them a while ago. But okay. this 1947 is what got me, and maybe y'all can educate me on this. But 1947, they had the Diamond Jubilee edition. I've never heard of that, but I mean. Uh, I don't know why even what that means. I guess I know it wasn't seventy five years at that time, was it? No, or, school was founded in eighteen seventy one. Uh-huh. So twenty nine and forty seven. That's seventy six. They they might have said the first class, the first graduating class was would have been eighteen seventy two. So that's seventy five years. It is. Yeah. It's a diamond jubilee edition. I'm going to put them all in plastic. And they're never going to get looked at again after I look at them. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be surprised if somebody don't want to buy them from me, but I'm not going to sell them at all. 
It's just like pictures I've got. I had a lady in uh, Magnolia sold me some Razorback memorabilia, and I couldn't believe it, the price that she she wanted for them. And I got home, and I got to calculating it up. I had about well over six $700 worth of stuff for about 80 bucks. So mm. I was like, wow, <laughs> I got lucky. But uh, but I was excited to get these books because that's, I mean, I know that I ain't got nobody that, I don't even know nobody that lived in the 40s, in the 1940s, I don't guess, except for my maybe my mom. <laughs> well, you're going to see pictures of uh, John Barnhill became uh, athletic director and head football coach in 1946. Uh, they went to a bowl game in 46. Clyde Scott uh, was an All-American in 1948. I don't know if they'll show any pictures of him also in track because he won a silver medal in, in the Olympics that year. <laughs> he was an All-American in oh. football in the 48 season. And in 1950, if you've got the 50 edition, that, yes, would, be the, that would be the 49 football season. So um, Barnhill was still there because... In 1950, they hired the worst coach in Razorback history, a guy named Otis Douglas. I thought the worst coach in Razorback history we got rid of not too long ago. I would say he was he was second. I would say he was second. He was second. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that. No, no it's good. okay. When, when, you look at, when, when you look at the talent that was at Arkansas when Otis Douglas was the coach, Otis Douglas was yes. an assistant coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. And oh. so he came from a pro mentality, and he thought he ought to treat his players like pros. So if they're out drinking every night, it didn't bother him in the least. Uh, but oh, no. you, you look at the players he coached uh, who played in the NFL, Lamar McCann, Pat Summerall, Hog Hanner, Fred Williams. Uh, there was like, I think, nine guys on those teams in three years that had long NFL careers. And they went 2-8, wow. 5-5, and 5-8. Five and five, and what? What year was Pat Summerall there? That's what I was, I was kind of wondering. You said his name. Yeah, I think I think he was a he in nineteen fifty one. He kicked uh-huh. a field goal that gave Arkansas the margin of beating Texas and Fayetteville for the first time. So I think I think that was his senior year was fifty one. So he would have okay. gotten here in the in the late forties. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to look that one up because he he was one of my favorites. Um, just you know, going you know as far as a he should announcer be in your yearbooks. Being a, he, sh- he should be okay. in those books. Yeah, believe me, I'm going to go to them. I just got them from a friend of mine. He brought them to me, and I I couldn't get over it when I seen them and how good a condition they're in. Yeah, I said, man, as soon as I get through looking at them, they're going in plastic. They ain't coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna savor them. I mean, I got some. I used to have. I don't know whatever did with. I had the magazine for the 1964 national championship year. Huh. I had one of the magazines where I think it I think it was. Let me rephrase that. We beat Oklahoma State that year. If I am I right or wrong? In '64. Now Arkansas yes, beat Oklahoma State that year. That was the first game of okay. the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know when I was in Oklahoma at the reserve center, I put it up at my on my uh, desk there, and I had an Oklahoma State grad was my lieutenant at the time. He made me take it down. I said, uh-uh, I'm not taking that down. He goes, I don't want to see us. Y'all beating us. I said, well, we beat Smite out every day. <laughs> well, actually, in 1964, but, uh, it was 14 to 10. It was a close game. Okay. I was, I was thinking I was right about that. Because I remember it had Oklahoma State on there, and I was thinking mm-hmm. that was the 64 year. But uh, anyway, but uh, I guess now that uh, baseball's over with, which is sad, I was hoping they'd just keep on going but um, I'm ready for football now. I'm ready to see what happens on that team because it's looking good to me. I think it's only 87 days. 87 it off. is. Yeah, Thank you, right. Brian. All right, we'll come back and wrap it up. That's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan. 
townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff or Sam Eklund in Star City today. This far into rush hour traffic, most people would have rage accelerated at least once. But not you, Lacey No Hard Accelerations Ever Johnson, because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So if your hula dancing dashboard doll thinks you're going to hard accelerate because you're running late, then your hula dancing dashboard doll doesn't know. Lacey No Hard Accelerations Ever Johnson. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. With summer savings at the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With top brand appliances, like a new GE refrigerator with internal water dispenser for a crisp, cool glass of water every time. Or a GE oven with built-in air fryer for healthier, crispier options with no preheating. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Final days to save up to 30% on select appliances plus $300 off select refrigerators at the Home Depot ends June 7th. Pricing valid May 18th through June 7th, 2023. U.S. only see store online for details. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. This is Pat Bradley. Tune in every Tuesday when I join Justin and Wes in the zone. Brought to you by River City Flooring. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com, RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Liberoc. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Rick, have you heard of this prior to maybe just now? Called the College Football Players Association. Well, <clears throat> yes, uh, it, it's it hadn't exactly gotten off the ground, but it's basically unionizing college athletes. Correct. Yeah. I, I don't know how far that's going to go. Uh, if college athletes unionize, I just have to tell you, you're probably going to have to find another co-host. I think I'll be finished. <laughs> I just I, I can't go for that. You look, you look at the way it is right now. The NIL um, is, uh, you know, athletes are doing better than ever. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I can sure make an argument for how good the NIL is. And I can sure make an argument for how these are college students and college athletes and they're well taken care of and, and that's enough. Uh, I, I could argue both sides of it. And I can see the arguments on both sides of it. But unionizing college athletics athletes, uh, I'm sorry. I can't go for that. But the reason why that I'm even mentioning that, not to get you stirred up over... About whether no, I wouldn't. You didn't hear me raise my voice. That well, okay, okay. So then I'll know now when you raise yeah. your voice that you're upset. Okay. <laughs> um, but the College Football Players Association is trying to organize a boycott of the 2024 EA Sports video game, and the reason why they're wanting this boycott is because EA Sports announced players would be paid for their name, image, and likeness to, to be used in the 
college football video game. Yeah, I did read that. Okay. Are they not paying them after all? Well, no, they are. But the College Football Players Association says, "Uh uh-uh, that's not enough. They're offering $500 per player. Now, I don't know how many teams... Every player in college football? Every player in college football. Well, then how in the world can you expect to get more than that and expect them to make a profit on the game? That's a lot of players, right? Okay, so what are there, 128 or so Division One teams? Correct. Okay, 128. And let's say they each have, we're probably just, let's just say the scholarship 65. Players. Use 65. Okay. 65. Because of all the 128, not that all is, are at 85. That is 8,320 players. Multiplied times five hundred dollars, five million. Yeah, it's more than that. Let's see. Oh, is it? What, what do we What do we say it was? I I lost track. Because okay. I, I I think what one hundred and twenty eight times sixty five equals, okay, times five hundred. Yeah, four point one six million dollars. Yeah, they set aside EA Sports. Set aside $5 million in this wow. pool. Well, just think how many games they have to sell to get that back. Now, well, I'm, I'm sure a, these I'm are going to be 75 to to $100 games. Maybe so. Okay. And So if you sell a million of them, obviously you get your money back. Yeah, I get it. And the belief is if the... College Football Players Association can get this boycott, then obviously they can get the dollar amount raised. I see. But the difference would be, let's say Caleb Williams, the Heisman winning trophy quarterback for USC, if he said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not opting in, but if you want to use my name, image, and likeness, then you can pay me separately. And that is the expectation that these upper-tier players are not going to sign on to this agreement for the $500 figure, and thus they'll negotiate and get a higher figure. We'll see how it works out. That's interesting. You know, what happened to... Gosh, wouldn't it be great if teenagers are playing a game and I'm in there? Whatever, whatever thought happened to that? Instead of $500 isn't enough. And of course, if you're an NIL, you know, if you're if you are the guy at USC and you just won the Heisman Trophy, and in NIL you're making $200,000, $500 is not very much. Yeah. In fact, uh, they did some research on this, and this is the NFL Madden game and the numbers that were given in 2019 were much different than the numbers than they got from current players and that's obviously because of all the values that's going up with contracts with players so consequently their agents negotiated for more money in fact, one player got a check for twenty-eight thousand dollars. Wow! Who's on a current NFL roster? That he got a check uh, for being part of Madden f- f- football for the National Football League. So, wow! So you can kind of understand why some are saying, "Hmm, five hundred dollars? I don't think so. You're going to capitalize off my name, image, and likeness and sell a bunch of games." Mm-mm. You're going to have to pay up. Let's talk to Carrie. Carrie, good afternoon. Welcome Hello. to Drive Time Sports. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. So, okay, I understand that these guys think that they should be making money. The whole name, image, and likeness, they're getting a free education. So that's a whole other story that I could talk right. all day about. Right. But some of these poor guys don't get any money. And the the big shots, the big name players, they're already getting nil money. They're already going to go pro. They're already getting their endorsement. 
these guys that don't get anything, it seems to me that if it's just $500, I mean, why why do they want to keep their teammates from being able to get anything? That seems pretty pompous and self-righteous to me when, you know, if you're going to go to the pros, why couldn't you do something nice that would help maybe some of your teammates get a little bit of spending money because you're going to be rich someday and they're probably not. Just wow, what a nice way of thinking. Do you think that exists anymore? Nope. Obviously not, or they wouldn't be talking about striking. Yeah. Or boycotting. So I just I just think, you know, the whole it's just ruining sports, but whatever. I just I just think that sometimes you look at it it doesn't always have to be how it benefits you. Maybe it could help somebody else a little bit. And hey, if they wanna if they wanna opt out, opt out. There's plenty of players that EA Sports could use if this particular quarterback or this particular running back opts out, let them opt out. Use somebody else. Well, then maybe they can get $600 a piece. Yeah, they they want it to be realistic. In other words, if you're playing an NFL team game, you want the real players. You want Aaron Rodgers out there. Yeah, that's that's what they want to do with college. Right, right. what what I'm saying, but they're not all going to opt out. If one particular quarterback, okay, or one particular, I don't know, I just I just think that, I don't know, these guys that have this, this potential earning abilities for millions and millions upon millions of dollars, and, you know, you've got guy number 65 on your team, he's $500 could pay his rent this month, just saying. Right. Good. You're right. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's not the way it's working right now. I know, I know. Y'all have a good afternoon. I enjoy listening to you. Thank, Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. Well, that was the basic fear some had of the NIL to begin with. Yeah, right, exactly. That you had quarterbacks or you had the star of the team making all this money and the offensive lineman, he may have gotten a meal free. Yes. At... Right. uh the local barbecue shack. So. Yeah, that, that's right. And that was the fear. <clears throat> we don't know what that's like. I get, you know, but I guess, say, if you're in a professional sports locker room, you know that some guys are making a whole lot more money than the other ones. Oh yeah. But it doesn't seem to uh, cause dissension, partly because everybody's doing pretty well. <laughs> no matter, no matter if you're making the minimum, you're doing better than. Yeah, most. you're making a million bucks a year. All right, we got to say so long and good night for Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay a new to your pet. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't worry, we don't understand ourselves either. 1037 The Buzz. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com.